0: Monday right after the news update at 12 o'clock, the best of Saskatchewan where we shine the light on the over 4,000 charities and nonprofits that do so much great work for so many. Well, my final week, so producer Libby said, why don't you just pick your favorite charity, for your final one. I thought, you know, that's tricky because adult literacy is near and dear to my heart. Uh, Read Saskatoon, now called Foundations Learning and Skills Sask. I've done a lot of work with them over the years. Then I think of, while we have some terrific healthcare care and hospital charities, my very favorite St. Paul's Hospital Foundation that I have been uh, involved in supporting the full 25 years I've been back home in Saskatchewan in this radio life, and I thought, yeah, Let's go to St. Paul's today. Lucina Hickey, CEO, St. Paul's Hospital Foundation. I hope you're feeling better, my friend.
1: Um, I'm on the mend. <laughs> good. Slow <laughs> well, but sure, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's coming, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> oh, good. The, the big event, which is still my very favorite event of the whole year, the mistletoe ball was on. This is why I knew you were <laughs> yes. mis- missing in action. Um uh, yeah. that was on Saturday night. And of course you raise so much money every year, uh, for the foundation on that. Um, the numbers now, like mistletoe, you're getting back to the kind of you used to have pre pandemic.
1: You know we are we welcomed over. I think it's close to 220 people on Saturday. Well, maybe 219 because I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know the community has just been so gracious in you know welcoming the the event back. And over it's the course of its 34 year history, we've raised. million uh, for St. Paul's Hospital just with that event alone. And so, you know, for everyone who attended or maybe you bought a mistletoe basket or you sponsored the event, we're just so very grateful.
0: That's awesome. Um, I, my work with you started, in hmm. fact, be- before you were the, the CEO. Uh, yes. You were one of the very hardworking staff at the office yes. doing some great development work. Uh, <laughs> the Gormley Gathering, which we put together for those years, and yes. uh, that was just a mo- we That was, of course, Prostate Men's Health, the Dubay Center um, for uh, Urology. Um, you continue to do some amazing work on the urology front.
1: You know, we do. We um do. What the Warmly Gathering helped us to do was, I think, bring an awareness and appreciation for the work of the Dubé Center. So, the Lesson I Mean Urology Center of Health at St. Paul's. Um, you know, the support of that event helped us to, you know, um, launch some really, not only important, you know, points of health delivery, but also some important programming. So, if anyone's ever gone through um, the Urology Center of Health, uh, they probably have the support of a, a position called the Nurse Navigator. This was something that didn't exist um, about 10 years ago, and then so it was actually St. Paul's Hospital Foundation, and the community came together to pilot the program. Uh, We proved the model to the SHA, uh, they saw the value of it, they adopted it, and we've gone from one nurse navigator to, I believe, 2.7. So this person is really helping people navigate that healthcare system, make really difficult choices when it comes to treatment options, and help them understand what their healing process looks like at all. So it really is that holistic approach that St. Paul's is known for, that our community helps us to make possible, and of course, the Gormley gathering uh, had such a huge impact on as well.
0: Sometimes, you know, I don't think we personalize the journey unless we've individually gone through it or had a friend, a buddy of mine when you first started the nurse navigator program texted me from literally the treatment room and he was having the procedure done and he said, "I've never experienced anything in my life like" and he named the nurse navigator. He said she is absolutely incredible
1: and it was weird. I'm looking at my phone thinking, Wow, this does change things. You know, it does. And, you know, we tend to think about healthcare as, you know, um, what are the pieces of equipment that we need? What are the pharmaceutical supports that's going to help a patient in its journey? Um, but, you know, if we're doing a really good job of focusing on that healthcare experience, um, it in- includes a human being, right? We have a spirit. We have a mind. We have a heart. <laughs> and so, you know, how do you care for all of those things at the same time while providing really good healthcare outcomes and experiences? And, you know, the Nurse Navigator and the Dubai Center in its entirety is a really good example. of just that. We're
0: chatting with Lucina Hickey, who was the CEO of the St. Paul's Hospital Foundation Saskatoon. I know in recent years, the hospice at Glengarda has mm. become such a major plank. Uh, I had the opportunity not that long ago to go there to visit a friend who was in the final stages. Uh, mm. That is an incredible facility. I mean, you, you hear about it, but when you walk into it, you really get a sense of why it works.
1: You know what? And, and it's... it's- kind of that same approach right um we we all come into this world and and we're all going to leave it and so you know when you think about um what it takes to support someone uh, that is on their you know their last few chapters of that journey um it's a really trying experience and it can be trying from an emotional physical psychological standpoint and so oftentimes people anticipate that they might like to die at home um and for some people that that works um, but for others, you know, when they're faced with the reality of those circumstances, it's it's really a challenge. So a lot of the feedback that we we're getting back from the community um, when they're when they're in the hospice and they're supporting their loved ones, is you know they get to go from being someone's nurse. Uh, to being their wife again, to being their sister, their friend, uh, their husband. And, you know, that's the role that they should be playing in those chapters because, you know, that's the time to, to make those memories and, and to celebrate that individual's life um, in, in, a, in a way that feels supported and calm and soothing. And um, that's always a hope for people within the hospice is that they have that, that supported uh, experience.
0: So, Lucina, in terms of the the operation of a hospital foundation like yours at St. Mm-hmm. Paul's, do you have sort of dedicated funding streams for things like the Urology Center of Health, Aless and Irene, uh, the Lesson Irene, the Hospice of Glengarda, or are you moving all the time on what the priorities are?
1: You know what, the hospice and the urology center will always be dedicated areas for us. And so what we have at our foundation is, you know, the option to support your area of interest. And so the hospice, for sure, and the urology center of health um, are always going to be a a focal point for our community because they do have such residents and they have such far reach. Um, But, you know, for the foundation, we're continually looking to expand. Um, You know, how are we leveraging the resources that the community is generous enough to share with us to the greatest impact of the community and the healthcare system in which we serve? And, um, you know, that, that comes with a bit of creativity with our health care leaders. Um, and that comes with a belief, uh, belief in the support of the mission uh, from our community as well for St. Paul's Hospital Foundation. So the hospice is always going to be near and dear to our heart as is the urology centre. And we will always be a conduit by which people can share their gratitude uh, for those centres. But, you know, in the same instance, we're always looking to grow. And that means, you know, how can we expand the care and services at St. Paul's and beyond for our community to a better outcome?
0: So for some of the, uh, particularly on the surgery front, I know there Mm -hmm. is the uh, increased uh, technical issues involving some really interesting high-tech on surgery, also some of the MRIs used in the operating theater, there's always, I would understand, uh, a pretty big demand on, on getting more efficient and getting earlier, better care.
1: Yeah, and you know what, it, 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 projects like that can speak to, you know, the role and the importance of healthcare foundations as we partner with the SHA. So we have all heard a lot about the Da Vinci robot and how remarkable it's been. So for those who may not have heard, uh, the Da Vinci robot is a new piece of technology that we've integrated into St. Paul's. Um, its launch has been lauded as one of the most successful robotic launches in North America, um, we had the goal of performing, you know, 250 surgeries in our first five years. One year in, and we've done 280 surgeries, um, which is incredible. And so, you know, this is a project, if the government of Saskatchewan were to look at it alone um, for, for you know, the first robot, there's a bit of a risk because the increased operations for the surgical robot are not small, right? There are disposable yeah. costs associated to it that are between 800000 to a $1 million a year. And so when you're looking at, you know, balancing a budget for healthcare, taking on a project like that can be a bit of, of a risk, right? And so where foundations have the opportunity, um, you know, to lead and to innovate is alongside of the government of Saskatchewan and the SA chain to say, you know what, maybe this is something we can partner on because this is, we, we see capacity for this particular piece of equipment and, and we can help share in some of that resource. And so this is a beautiful example of, you know, the robot coming in. Yes, it, it costs money. It was 2.5 million dollars to purchase, a good partnership between ministry, SHA, and foundation. Um, But we're a year in, and what's beautiful is that, you know, we've been following the metrics and the statistics of the robot, and, um, you know, there are costs associated to patients staying in hospital to recover. We know that. One of the beautiful things about the robot is that um, we are sending patients home much sooner, So there is a case where there was, I think, a thoracic surgeon. I think it was actually on your show, uh, Dr. Demetrius Casinos. uh, He talked about sending a patient home 13 hours instead of 13 days later, which is remarkable. And if you look at the average cost to care for a patient recovering from surgery overnight, it's about $8,900. So if you take a look at the cost that we've saved over sending patients home sooner, we've actually covered off those increasing disposable costs at the same time delivering better patient parent experiences. So it's really a win-win and a really beautiful example of how, you know, foundations can work alongside the SHA to innovate towards better patient outcomes and then help us to, you know, um, systemically improve the way that we're able to deliver care in, in that healthcare system.
0: Lucina Hickey, CEO of the St. Paul's Hospital Foundation, Saskatoon. Uh, you remain one of my favorite people I ever bump into, and I just wanted to give you a shout-out and thank you for all of this. Of course, we always, on Best of Saskatchewan, say, if somebody wants to do something to help you, uh, what's the easiest, best coordinate for them to find you?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, you can visit us at www.s as in St. Paul's Hospital, foundation.org. Um, and, and, you know, give us a call at six five 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 eight two one 5821 and uh, we'd be happy to chat with you about some of the things that we're working on and the differences we're trying to make in the community. And, John, I just want to thank you. I'm, I'm honored. I'm flattered um, <laughs> to, to be your last feature, and uh, just say thank you and congratulations for your career and, uh, you know, the conversations that you've helped inspire in our community. I'm just I'm grateful to you.
0: Well, thank you, my friend. We'll see you soon.
1: You
0: bet. Thanks so much. Lucina Hickey, in Saskatoon, CEO, St. Paul's Hospital Foundation. Yes, in a clearly self-interested, what do you want to do on the last best of Saskatchewan? I want to talk to one of my favorite charities and one of my favorite people. I'm Gormley. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.